My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh Oh my! Welcome back to Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we'll be discussing chapters 9 and 10 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And as always, we would love to give a shout out to our patron, Boom, because he is the best. He is. <laughs> and he sends funny memes, so. That is a fact, so. He's, he's always like, have you guys seen this yet? And half the time, I think we're like, yeah, we've seen that. Or at least I know I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. We got another review, guys, and it's from Thomas J. Um, he's from the UK. So thanks, UK, for listening. Thank you. Uh, but the title is This Show is Wonderful. And they said, at the time of writing this review, BMM Oh My has 1.3 stars out of five, and I can't understand why. Karen and Colleen are a pleasure to listen to, great chemistry, and both have a fantastic knowledge of the things they discuss together, Harry Potter being a particular highlight. I can't wait for more episodes, and you can consider our podcast, the 33% majority, a massive supporter. Keep it up. So, thanks, the 33% majority. thank you, thank you. (laughs) You guys are fantastic. Yes. That's awesome. Um, But, yeah, that was our our review that we got. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And... I don't know. I guess now we can talk about Harry Potter. Yeah, now we can talk about Harry Potter. Uh, I just want to point out that at the time of recording this, it's been a couple weeks since Karen and I both read these chapters. Yeah, it's been a while. All all I remember about reading these and taking my notes was that I got just really upset in chapter nine about the things that were going on. Um, And I'm going to be real honest. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was falling asleep while taking these notes. So I believe it. If my notes don't make sense or they're not very involved, that's why. <laughs> not gotcha. my fault. I was just really tired. I'm always really tired, so understood. Hazard of living life, guys. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Hazard be of being an adult. Don't be an adult. If don't you, be an you adult. Avoid don't it, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but anyway, we're gonna talk about chapters nine and ten um, of this wonderful book. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> okay, I, I will say that the book is growing on me yeah, at this point. It's getting a little like, better, but I don't know. <laughs> I would say, like, it, it's definitely growing on me, but I think it's probably still my least favorite right now, at least. I, I would say the same. I would probably say the same, for sure. But I think I'm definitely liking it more than I did before we started rereading it. Well, that's that's an improvement, for sure. It is, yeah. <laughs> So, chapter nine is called Grim Defeat, and um, we're literally starting out with the kids sleeping in the Great Hall. Yes. Having a big old slumber party. I forgot about that until we started recording, and I looked at my notes, (laughs) and I went, sleeping bags? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And isn't isn't it, like, Ron or whoever that's, like, questioning, like, what if it's Sirius Black who, like, broke in or something, or they think it's serious i don't know um but anyway they're like talking don't, about people breaking don't they know it's serious 
I think that's probably what it is. They I talk think they about, know it's serious. Yeah, they so, talk about yeah. people breaking into Hogwarts, though. And, um, and Hermione's like, y'all are fucking idiots, basically. <laughs> She's like, Hogwarts definitely has a lot of protections. So, obviously, there had to have been someone who helped him. Yeah, that's what it is. They know it's serious. Yeah, because if you look at the last note from yeah. your notes, chapter eight, your right. last note is serious black. Mm, nice cliffhanger. That's right. <laughs> so they know it's serious black. Yeah, they do. So yeah, so they're having their little sleepover in the Great Hall, and Hermione's telling them, as always, that they're dumb as fuck. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't understand that Hogwarts is very protected. But guess what? None of them have read Hogwarts, A History of Magic. So chill out, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do want to point out that, you know, Hermione says it's very lucky he picked tonight, you know? Yeah. And then Ron says, didn't realize it was Halloween. Otherwise, he'd have come bursting in here. I don't... I think Sirius is smarter than that. I don't think he would have come bursting into the Great Hall if he knew it was Halloween. Yeah. Because, because we know he's after Scabbers. Yeah. You know that? So... But no one else does. They actually genuinely believe he's after Harry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even still, I think if he were going after Harry, he would rather wait in Gryffindor Tower because that's a more isolated place for him. The yeah. professors wouldn't be up there, you know. Yeah. But he couldn't get in. Yeah. Which sucks for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just explaining to George about how he got into Hogwarts, though, because he got in through the Shrieking Shack. Yeah. And... <laughs> It was just funny because I was like, he didn't even need any help to get into Hogwarts. Like, he already knew how. <laughs> he already knew how. He's he's an OG. He knows all of the tricks in and out of the castle. <laughs> he wrote them mm-hmm. all down on a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which we oh, learn yeah. about later, but we have not learned about it yet. So nope. sorry about that little tiny spoiler, but who cares? Who cares? Um, <laughs> you all probably know about it anyways. Yeah, probably. I mean, true. True, true. But yeah, so anyway, Hermione's like, you guys are idiots because Hogwarts is protected. Like, obviously he had to have help. Or he had to, like, know the castle mm-hmm. really well or whatever. You know what? Uh, there's a Ravenclaw who says maybe he knows how to apparate. And I'm like, okay, first of all, yes, uh, I'm sure he does. Because Probably. they learned that at Hogwarts in one of yep. Harry's years. Like, his fifth year. And Sirius graduated from Hogwarts. Wasn't so. it the sixth year? Is, Is it, it sixth? Year? I can't remember. I cannot remember. It's either, it's either fifth or sixth. Yeah. It's either fifth or sixth, yeah. yeah. I think it's... I don't know. I, I feel like it's fifth, but I really yeah, don't know. But I just, I feel like that you're so overshadowed by Umbridge that I can't remember anything past what she does to them. Oh, no. No, it wouldn't be fifth. It would I be sixth. I think six. it's the sixth year. It's gotta be sixth, yeah. I forgot about Umbridge. When he's, when he's doing his... Is it that? I don't know. Because yeah. Harry wouldn't just be learning it and doing Dumbledore's army in the fifth. Yeah, so it has to be right. sixth. Yeah, I think it was the sixth. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, okay. we figured that one out, I guess. Maybe. Mm-hmm. What if it's the fourth? Just kidding. <laughs> he doesn't have Who knows? time. <laughs> um, you're right, because the trials of tournament and death. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Anyway. <laughs> so Harry literally just like lays in his bed awake all night, but he like pretends to sleep if people are walking past him. And I was like, what? Because he's, like, eavesdropping on people's conversations. But also, Percy's staying awake all night with Dumbledore. 
Yeah, I'm I'm a bit because Percy's head boy, right? Yeah, but isn't he fifteen? So shouldn't he, you know, also be getting some sleep? <laughs> no, he's seventeen. Oh, he's seventeen. He's head boy. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Fred and George are fifth. Friend George are fifth years. Yeah, that's right. My bad. Mm-hmm. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, but. So he should still be getting sleep, though. And Dumbledore should I'm, not be letting him stay up like this. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm kind of like, okay, even though he's a head boy, I feel like he should be sleeping. But also, I think all the professors, or at least most of them, are patrolling the castle. Yeah. So I, they needed someone in the Great I, Hall. I mean, yeah, but Percy? <laughs> but yeah, he's head boy. No. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I just think it's funny that Dumbledore, like, like Dumbledore is sitting there talking to Percy Weasley, of all people. <laughs> Dumbledore, the guy who hired Gilderoy Lockhart. Now, granted, you didn't have a choice because Lockhart was the only one who applied. But... Good point. But anyway, <laughs> they're sitting there talking about the fat lady and Sirius Black and how traumatizing it must have been for her and stuff and all that mm-hmm. to see Sirius and I just think it's funny. I'm sitting here like, does wouldn't Dumbledore know that Sirius is innocent? I don't know. Like, I feel like he's the kind of person who wouldn't believe it. Yeah, Not that, that makes him a good person by any means. But yeah, I I feel like Dumbledore definitely would have been like Sirius Black. There's no way, but he can't yeah. just say that. Yeah, because because. I think he has a little bit more intimate knowledge of what happened to James and Lily, but he can't be for sure. Mm-hmm. He's he's an interesting character where it seems yeah. like he knows a lot, but there's also a lot he doesn't know yeah. yet. It's, yeah. it's, who knows? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know either. But then Snape shows up. Yeah, I want to make one yeah, go ahead. tiny comment go before we move on to Snape, though. Um it's mentioned that they found a temporary guardian for the Gryffindor portrait hole. And I, I just had just oh, this yeah. series of questions where I was like, how do they fix her portrait? Like what happens to her? Does she just stay in another portrait while they're fixing it? Like what, what happens? Yeah. Um, but also, Oh, Sir Cadogan, whatever his name is, he's the yeah. one who they found to replace the fat lady for the time being. And then also after this Surely, the entire school knows where the Gryffindor common room is. Dude, right? <laughs> like, can they just move it now? Is that possible? Yeah. Or... Can it can't be like a room of requirement kind of thing where they move <laughs> the Gryffindor uh, entrance? Or did everyone already know where it was? They just couldn't get in. I mean, that's entire. That's possible too. Because um, we know the if... Slytherins are in the dungeons, and we know the Hufflepuffs are near the kitchens. I don't, I don't remember, remember where the Ravenclaws are. I want to say they're like on the third floor or something. But I know if we go by the movie, at least, the um, Gryffindor common room is just off the grand, like, stairwell. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think it's like down a passageway or something, a couple corridors in the, the book. books, though. Yeah, I think you're right. But even still, I, I feel like everyone knows where the Gryffindor common room is. I think so, too. Well, yeah. It's it's definitely down like some corridor, or a couple of corridors or whatever. Because whenever they leave it, like in the middle of the night or whatever, um, oh, mm-hmm. they do have to like walk 
a ways. Yeah. Anyway, um, not important right now. <laughs> no, that's what, I just want to make small comments. Sorry. But, no, you're fine. But yeah, yeah, Cadigan. Uh, I don't know how to say his name, but yeah, I think he, it's Cadigan. He's like some horrible, horrible like portrait to protect the common room because he just challenges everyone to duels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and they're all tired of it. They're like, please just let us into our our common room, please. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Snape shows up to talk to Dumbledore and I guess Percy. Well, Percy's I there. Think so. I don't yeah. know if Percy's still I, I there. Percy, he probably is. He probably is. Um. So Snape walks up and is like, mm, "I bet it was a Lupin who let Sirius in," but he doesn't actually like go out and say it. Mm-hmm. He's just like, mm, "Dumbledore, someone it's, you hired, is probably the reason." <laughs> it's very much implied, and if you know the history of Lupin and Sirius and, Sirius and all and them, Snape, and yeah. Snape, then you know that that's who Snape is hinting at. Yeah. Um. But I I am wondering. Well, not like I'm not wondering how he got in because obviously we know how he got in, but like it's clear that everyone else is like, how did he get in? Like yeah. even I think Snape is wondering, like mm-hmm. does he know about that passageway, or does he not know about that passageway? Like I feel like as a teacher of Hogwarts, you should be able to know which passageways get into the castle. That's actually a really good point. Um, security problems here? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure Lupin probably has an idea. Yeah. But, which, that begs the question, like, why isn't Lupin going and going to the Shrieking Shack to see if Sirius Black is there? Well, I don't, I don't even know if it's that he has an idea. I think he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's actually exactly where Lupin is going when he turns into the werewolf right now, too. Oh, that's entirely possible. But you would think that if Sirius is staking out in the Shrieking Shack, then... Wouldn't Lupin have encountered him? Exactly. Joe! Because I think at the end of the of this book, you know, when they reunite, yeah, we find out that he's friend, you know? living there and stuff, yeah. I would say, because it seems like it's the first time they've seen each other in years. Maybe um, they faked it. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't put it past him. Like, True. like Lupin's like low-key been going and hanging mm-hmm. out with Sirius for like the full moon every month. and Yeah. And then he pretends like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know he was here. What the heck? I had no this idea. This is my first time I've ever seen him. <laughs> I never could have guessed this. Yeah. Not. Okay, Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. This is a bad, bad plot hole because... <laughs> Where the fuck is Sirius staying if Lupin is going to the Shrieking Shack at night mm-hmm. during the full moon? Because Lupin's not going to want to be in a school of children while he transforms into a werewolf. Yeah. So where the fuck is he going? Right. And where the fuck is Sirius? Like, this doesn't work. Does Sirius just sneak out every full moon and is like, I don't want to be near him right now? <laughs> You can't just shove them into the same house that's deteriorating <laughs> and assume they won't see each other. Right? Sorry, Joe. It doesn't work. Like, doesn't come work. on. <laughs> come on. I think she didn't think someone was going to think too hard about that one. Oh, no. She, I don't think she thought anyone was going to think too hard about the entire series. So. 
Um, but yeah, so anyway, no one knows that, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. And then, of course, you know, Sirius Black is now a very popular topic around the school. Mm-hmm. Everyone just wants to talk about him forever and ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Harry, I, I think by this point, Harry's probably tired of hearing the name. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Because he heard him on the Muggle News. And then he yep. heard about him on the night bus. And then he heard about him from Fudge, kind of. And then he heard about him from Mr. Weasley, finally learning <laughs> what was going on and why it affects him and why Fudge was reacting that way to him. And now he just hears his name everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And Harry's like, please, please stop. It's fine. <laughs> like, can we just I'm catch this guy, please? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, which I, I don't know. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. So after this night, Harry is now followed by various professors and Percy Weasley while he's going to classes. Percy, you're a creep, first of all, because that's not (laughs) even your fucking job. Um, I understand the professor thing. I do wonder if the... Did Percy ask the professors to be able to follow Harry, or did they suggest to Percy to follow him? Oh, you think he got put up to it? <laughs> yeah, I think it go either way, honestly. I think Percy maybe chose to do it on his own. I, I do, I do believe that, but I also feel like they'd be like, Percy, you're in Gryffindor. You know who Harry Potter is. Your brother is best friends with him. Why don't you follow him? Yeah, it just seems like a very Percy thing to do, you know? True, it does. But, I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't, like, okay, like, like we said at the beginning, it's been a while since we've both read has. chapters. Um, but I know McGonagall at some point, like, she wants to stop Harry from playing Quidditch because yeah. of Sirius Black. And I was like, okay, I, I understand why that's your first instinct is to be like, no Quidditch. But maybe you get a professor out there to oversee the trainings first and then maybe think about stopping that. Because how is Sirius Black going to get Harry when he's several feet in the air on a broom? Well, and here's my my issue with how they have it structured to begin with. They don't have a professor overseeing the trainings Mm -hmm. ever. Like, this is Madame Hooch's sport this is madame hooch's class like yeah he teaches flying shouldn't she also be overseeing the trainings for the various teams yeah i i get that i think i'm also just so used to them not having a professor like overseeing the trainings that i'm kind of like well it's i think it's fine if they don't but i i do understand because I feel like if they had, you know, like Madame Hooch overseeing the training, yeah. she could help uh, give them pointers exactly. on flying. And she, she knows could also... everything about it. And if the rules change for some bizarre reason, she can explain yeah. them and all that. Yeah. Like, she'll be the first one, probably. I mean, other than Oliver. Because <laughs> he's yeah. in love with Quidditch. But she'd be the first one, most likely, to know... If there's a new rule added or a rule taken away or something's changed with the Quidditch rules, um, she'll also be able to tell them if they're doing something fucking wrong, you know, because mm-hmm. she's the ref to begin with. Yeah. So, like, I just, I don't know. And I feel like maybe if, if that's too much of a time thing for her, there should be another teacher that tags it with her. 
who also knows or, quite a bit about Quidditch, like perhaps McGonagall. So they could take turns like watching the different trainings and stuff. I would say, or there could be a like specific like coach for yeah. each team. Yeah. And I like there's a specific head of house. Yeah. Um, I feel like McGonagall would probably be happy to be the Gryffindor coach. <laughs> I don't know about the other uh, heads of house, but... I don't think any of them other than, like, McGonagall and Snape are that into Quidditch. <laughs> yeah. So maybe but McGonagall I, and Snape, but I don't know about the others. <laughs> yeah. I do wonder, though, what does Madame Hooch do with her days? That's what I'm wondering. Like, because is she constantly uh, teaching flight lessons? I, I would say, because is she only teaching first years? And if so, there there's not a lot of classes for that. Yeah. And also, all she's doing is refereeing Quidditch games, and those start after Halloween. Well, yeah, because we only have, like, what, 40 first years? <laughs> yeah, in Harry's year, at least. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. I don't know what she does. Maybe she's she ha- another class. I would say maybe maybe she has like another school nearby or something, <laughs> or maybe she apparates to uh, one of the other schools in Europe. Apparate within just- Hogwarts. Um, she goes to Hogsmeade and then she apparates. She she sneaks out of Hogwarts through the Shrieking Shack. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Maybe no. Maybe she's like those football coaches that we had in like oh, mm-hmm. seventh grade and onwards that like yeah. would teach history because yeah. they they needed to have a class that they actually taught so they could also be a football coach. Yep, <laughs> I don't. That know. could be it. I don't know. Um, or maybe she teaches private flying lessons to other witches and wizards. Okay, well, if she does that, why didn't Draco take any? <laughs> Right, not that good at Quidditch, um, but yeah. So Madame Hooch now has to be there for training sessions. I think it might just be the training sessions for Gryffindor, <laughs> which is kind of sad. But yeah, like she know. just has to she has to go to every single random training session that Wood goes. Hey, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So now he has to go and let Mrs. Madam not Mrs. Hooch, Madame Hooch <laughs> in on like. All of his training, random crap planning when he's like, oh, by the way, we're training today. Just like randomly goes and wakes them up and is like, let's go. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Quidditch. Okay, I guess. Yeah. So, so what does he do if he needs Hooch there? Does he, he go and find her her living quarters and wake her up? <laughs> yep. He bangs on her door and goes, Madam Hooch, get dressed. We're going to Quidditch practice. You have to be on the pitch in five minutes. <laughs> Yep. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think she would kill him. Probably. Which means that he probably can't do surprise ones like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So that sucks for Oliver. He's obsessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but the first game that they have to play now is Hufflepuff instead of Slytherin. Yes. And my my first comment about that, because I, I mean, I've made very few comments about the Quidditch thing, but I was like, y'all need to stop doubting Hufflepuffs and their Quidditch playing abilities. Yeah. I hate how much everyone just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my God. Discounts? Discounts. Yeah. That's kind of the word I was looking for, but like how much they just doubt Hufflepuff and everything. Yeah. But that could also just be because I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I'm proud of my house. Like, come on. But I, I, 
I think that, I mean, with this, like, yeah, maybe they were doubting Hufflepuff, but I think mostly it was the fact that they've been practicing to play against Slytherin. They have been specifically practicing for Slytherin because they know how Slytherin plays and stuff, and so they were going up after that. But now, very, very, very last minute, they're probably very upset about this because now they have to Mm -hmm. rework all of their practices and all of their plans and plays and stuff to go with Hufflepuff's plays and how Hufflepuff plays the game and everything. And so, I mean, that is a big change. Like, yeah. No, if you're a football that. team who's told you have to play against this one team and then last minute it's switched to like a team that's totally different from that team, yeah, you're going to struggle because you're going to have to figure out a whole new playbook for that game. And it might not work out so well because you're already conditioned for the other team. Oh, totally. So, yeah, because, I mean, I, I feel really bad that yeah. they now have, like, what was it like a day or two ahead of time that they were yeah. told this? Yeah, I think and so, so it's like I feel bad that they have to rework everything, but uh, don't doubt Hufflepuff. Come on, yeah, no, for real, definitely <laughs> not doubt Hufflepuff, but like, yeah, for real. And Oliver is just so upset about this. All poor Oliver. Oh my god, he makes Harry ten minutes late to defense against the dark arts. It's like. <laughs> Like, Harry, he is not your responsibility. I know. Like, I get that he's your friend, and I get that you want him to, you know, have his successful last year of Quidditch, but he's not your responsibility. Yeah, I know. If he couldn't win it while you were gone and not at the school, just, Mm -hmm. like, ignore the fact that he might not win it now, okay? Like, it's Mm -hmm. not your job to win it for him. Mm -hmm. No. Nope. Um... (laughs) And th- this is when they mentioned Cedric for the first time. Yeah, because they talk about how yeah. Cedric is team captain yeah. and how he plays is yeah. different. And so I thought that was cool because I was like, hey, Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> He's not just mentioned in the fourth one. Yeah. But yeah. I don't remember why I wrote LOL seriously, so we can just move on. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember why you wrote that I either. Um, I was definitely probably falling asleep. So now we are moving on to defense against the dark arts. My favorite thing is that Harry gets to the classroom and then just stands in the doorway staring at Snape. Yes, yes. He's like, uh, not my class. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, he, he opens the door and he sees that Snape and he just stands there and then he's like, where's Professor Lupin? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, Harry, go sit down. And well, then ask. Harry's kind of an idiot, so don't tell him to do anything. <laughs> but I think this is funny because um, this is one of those scenes that everyone like 100% remembers everything about from the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's by far one of my favorite scenes in the whole series in the movies. And I don't even like that movie. I just love this scene. <laughs> I just love yeah, watching I it. Because Snape just, like, strides in there after everyone's already seated, though, and he closes all of the windows. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, you just wanted to teach DADA in the dungeons, dude. Uh, I, I will say, this is the scene in the book that made me really fucking angry. Well, this scene Snape in the is book a is... Dick. It, yes, there's He's that, but also the scene is just, like, it's just lame. 
Like, it's just not done very well. They definitely made it better in the movie. <laughs> they made it better in the movie, and it definitely serves the plot, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it gives you a hint, like, hey, you should know this. <laughs> yeah. You need to know about this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so, yeah. So, Snape comes in with his lesson about werewolves on, you know, page 394, which, like, all of that is accurate to the movie. So, like, that's all in the book. Um. But it's just not done the same way because, like, he's there and then the kids walk in and they sit down. And he's like, yeah, Lupin's not here. I'm here. Suck it. And then uh, Hermione's, like, trying to let him know, like, where they are in the textbook and how they're not actually at werewolves yet. You know, she's like, actually, that's mm-hmm. not what's next. This is what's next. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Um, so I'm going to take some points away for you from you for being an insufferable know-it-all about everything. <laughs> I yeah okay I I do want to talk about this because yeah, go ahead <laughs> you know not not only does Hermione try to explain it to Snape that they're not at werewolves yeah. yet they're at um Redcaps and Grindylows yeah but even Parvati tries to explain it yeah and so and he's just he basically tells Parvati to shut up <laughs> yeah and he also mentions that third year should already know about the Redcaps and Grindylows and I was kind of like. Well, okay, I, I can see why he might think that. But if you think about it, we don't know what Quirrell taught in year one. Yeah. And year two was a fucking disaster. So. Yeah, they had a fucking idiot teaching them. They didn't learn anything in that year. <laughs> exactly, which is why they don't know anything. Um, but yeah. patient with them. <laughs> I know. And Snape is just like, I shall make a point of informing Professor Professor Dumbledore how very behind you all are. And I'm like, okay. Like, what's the rubric for what they should know? Come on. And then, yeah, the whole five points from Gryffindor being an insufferable know-it-all. I was like, Snape, fuck you. Well, and it just made me laugh because it's not the first time he said that exact phrase. So I feel (laughs) like maybe Joe just copied and pasted it. (laughs) <laughs> she went ah oh, yes he said this in book what one let's put it in book three <laughs> mm-hmm. i do like that ron stepped up uh to snape in that moment yeah because he's like you know what you asked a question hermione knew the answer why are you taking away points i agree i agree like i like that on. too um i definitely agree and then and then the essay he has them right yeah because they're all not smart enough so he's punishing them and making them write an essay <laughs> but it's the topic that makes me go oh my god yes. it's to it's on the ways you recognize and kill werewolves oh i didn't even write that i did <laughs> because i was like oh my god okay so okay so let's be really honest here i know that a lot of people who haven't read the book aren't gonna know this so like Bear with me, you're going to get some spoilers here. But this essay, specifically, is where Hermione figures out the Lupin's a werewolf. Because yeah. she's too damn smart. Um, but everyone else is like, ew, werewolves, we have to write this stupid essay. Mm-hmm. Hermione just does it. She does it so quickly, she gets it done. <laughs> and then when they come back to class and are told by Lupin that they don't need to write it, she's like, but I already did. Well, she's also supposed to turn into Snape, not Lupin, so... I know, I know! I don't know. She could still turn it into Snape. She um, could, yeah. And, I don't know, maybe he would 
subtract points from their score again uh, <laughs> for being an insufferable know-it-all because she is. Yep. But but yeah, so so this essay <laughs> about recognizing werewolves, cough cough, recognizing Lupin is a werewolf, mm-hmm. and then how to kill Lupin. <laughs> Like, oh, that's kind of rough. Like, okay, Snape, yeah. we get that you had a uh, a very sad time at Hogwarts because you were bullied by these kids, but mm-hmm. bro, I- I'm not really sure telling 13 year olds to kill him is a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I I I can't with Snape. Uh, in this book at least like i think he's a very well written character and i do like him in that way but like the just his actual personality and everything no he's a dick i hate him (laughs) one of my uh my favorite things about this essay um is is right after they get the assignment when Ron, like, makes the comment about how he wishes that Sirius had gone after Snape instead. (laughs) He's like, I wish Sirius would go kill Snape, and I don't have to write this essay. Mm -hmm. It just made me laugh. Um, But then we have another moment where Crookshanks tries to kill Peter. Again, they're, like, in the common room or whatever and doing homework or something. And Crookshanks goes after Scabbers again. I apparently didn't write anything about that. No, you didn't, but it's totally <laughs> fine because it really wasn't that big of a deal. It was yeah. just a like, slight mention of, you know, hey, yeah. Crookshanks is chasing the rat again. Yeah, I still uh, I still wonder why Crookshanks is chasing Scabbers. Like, what do you know and how did you find out? I don't know. I just know it's a very smart hybrid because it's a mixture of a cat and the other creature. I don't remember what it is right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, But it's very intelligent. So it probably can just sense that he's a fucking dumbass. Uh, <laughs> but then we go on to Quidditch Day. Yay! Yay. And it's pouring rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pouring rain, like, pouring rain so hard that if you're driving in your car, the windshield is just blurry. Yeah. Kind of, kind of rain. That's the kind of storm this is. Um, it's it's bad. It's torrential, basically. And Harry's like, what the fuck? I'm not going to be able to see in this. Like, people without glasses are very, very highly advantaged in rainstorms over people with glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, yes, our glasses might protect our eyes from the water. But we can't see. <laughs> like, who cares if our eyes are getting like to stay dry if we can't actually see where we're going honestly my eyes don't even stay dry with my glasses on i feel like i'm always like am i getting like i have to walk around like this my hands over my eyes and at that point i just take my glasses off i'm like whatever i can handle not wearing them for like five seconds while i'm outside like until (laughs) i get from the building to my car like fine and then i have to find a way to dry them off because if it's this kind of rainstorm your clothes aren't going to be dry. <laughs> That's when you take your glasses off before you leave the building or your car or whatever, store oh, them in a pocket. A pocket. And, <laughs> yeah. That would be smart. I, I don't really think about doing that until I'm in the rain and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't wear my glasses. Mm-hmm. I get glasses. that. Yeah. Um, um, talking about the storm though. Yes. Hogwarts obviously doesn't care for the student safety. 
I'll mm-hmm. say that right now. Because it's in the book, I quoted it, it says, The wind was so strong that they staggered sideways as they walked out onto the field. Imagine them flying. They are going to go, like, to Hogsmeade <laughs> in this storm. No, 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 no. They're going to go to the Whomping Willow in this storm. There we go. <laughs> That's the bigger issue. Who cares That's the about issue. The Whomping yeah, Willow no, is they... kill them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I just, I, like... Hogwarts does not care for their student safety no, at no. all. Never has, never will. Because they're going to continue putting everyone's lives in danger forever. They're just going to make a play. <laughs> like, who cares? Okay. We're not canceling this game. Hufflepuff and Gryffindor, get on with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so Hermione's like, hey, Harry, let me help you out a little bit, at least as much as I can. And mm-hmm. so she charms his glasses to have some kind of like basically a, a force field where it repels water yeah. so he can see. There must be not very many people who wear glasses on a Quidditch team if it takes Hermione to be like, hey, let me help you. Right? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I guess also how often are they playing in storms? I don't know. But the other thing is, like, they could, or honestly, they probably should be wearing goggles, Quidditch Mm -hmm. goggles. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And if there are such a thing as Quidditch goggles, which I'm pretty sure there are. I would say, um, I know in, like, oh, maybe it's this movie, actually. I think Harry is wearing some sort of goggles. But if they do exist, for real, in the book series, then wouldn't some, like, whatever supplier it is that makes them be Mm -hmm. also charming them so that they don't get affected by the storms yeah yeah i feel like they should have goggles especially if they're playing in a storm because if they're playing in a storm without any sort of eye protection i feel like they're not going to be able to see anything well and on top of that like not even just that but like when they're playing in a normal weather Mm -hmm. pattern or whatever they're still flying around at really fast high speeds so their eyes are gonna get dried out also bugs oh yeah um (laughs) I I would be like, give me like a motorcycle helmet and I'll just play with that. Can you imagine how fucking weird that would look? (laughs) They all just have like random decals all over their helmet. Oh yeah, Um, of course. But yeah, I don't don't know. I just feel like, you know, I just feel like maybe Mm -hmm. that's something she didn't consider, but she never considered anything in this book very much. So yeah. Or the series, really? <laughs> I don't know. Just, just uh, an idea for the future, Joe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so he has this cool charm on his glasses that makes it so he can see in the rain. Which, like, I wish I had that for my windshield of my car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then I wouldn't have to use my windshield wipers. <laughs> they don't even work when it's in this type of rain. Like at this point, you kind of just have to pull off to the side of the road and. <clears throat> Hope no one hits you. <laughs> and wait it out, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's, we get that rain all the time in Texas mm-hmm. when it's, like, oh, really yeah. stormy and stuff. Like, I know that there's not a lot of places that get that kind of rain, but we get yeah. it hard. Um, that's that's usually when I don't go anywhere. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If it's raining that hard, you really can't go anywhere yeah, safely. You and no. you don't want to put other people in danger. I know there are people who would, but I'm mm-hmm. not interested in putting people in danger. Yeah, like, no thank you. Um... <laughs> 
So, especially not my car. Dude, I'd have to pay to fix that thing. No, thank you. I'm like, I'm still <laughs> paying off my car, so exactly. no thanks. Same. Like, mm-mm. I haven't even purchased it yet. Not really. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on a loan. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, during the game, it's real rough. They're all struggling. Yes. They're all cold. They're all wet. They're all going to get really sick. Um because if you stay in the rain for that long and you get soaked through to the bone, what are you going to do? Okay. This, do, they, sorry. do they even have... Wait, I'm, I'm curious. Do they even have running water? Do they shower? Can they shower? Or do they have to run a bath with, like, buckets of hot water? Because <laughs> they live really in medieval question. times. Yeah, that's actually a really good question. Because we never heard anything about them cleaning themselves. Yeah, I know. Nasty kids. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Go ahead. And I, I would say, I, I just have I have a really random tangent that doesn't have anything to do with Harry Potter, but does oh, have to oh, do no. with getting wet in a storm. Okay. It's super short. Um, <laughs> but basically, we there was it was in college. It was like the Wednesday night rehearsal for a big choir concert on Saturday. Uh, it was storming. My roommate didn't have an umbrella or a rain jacket. I said, here, use my umbrella. I'll wear my rain jacket. I still got soaked walking from the dorm to the choir room. And I wound up getting sick from it. Oh, and shoot. I basically couldn't sing at the concert. But I was there. Like, I basically just lost my voice because I just couldn't. Yeah. And it was awful See? because it was my last year. But it was just like, hmm, I've learned my lesson. Don't walk in storms and get yeah. soaked. Rain does that to you guys. Like, it's, I mean, I feel the same way every time I watch, like, those TikToks where they go out and lay down on the ground in the rain. I'm like, yeah. I understand wanting that feeling, but, like, maybe just go lay down in your shower. <laughs> I, I think, I think if I were to do it, I, like, I don't think I ever would, but if I were to do it, I'd go lay outside for, like, a minute and then yeah. come in, like, strip off all yeah. my wet clothes and like take a shower or something yeah. you know, like just something you'd have to do like immediately but mm-hmm. these people look like they're literally just like going to go lay there forever yeah like maybe they are just doing exactly what you just said like five minutes maybe tops that they're out there or whatever but mm-hmm. i don't know man and that rain is coming down hard usually in those videos yeah oh <laughs> you're yeah. like okay enjoy that downpour i guess uh not that i don't like rain i love rain i just don't know if it's the best idea to go and purposefully lay down and get soaked in it yeah especially on the nasty ground that Mm -hmm. everything is on outside yeah no i'm good um (laughs) but during the game harry sees a black dog figure Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And then all of a sudden the Dementors are underneath him. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get this scene at all. <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> there's there's not like it doesn't make sense. The writing is so bad for this it, it chapter. <laughs> does not make sense why all the Dementors are there. Because Harry, it, it is mentioned that Harry sees, you know, like a dog, wolf, yeah. whatever in the stands. Yeah. But as far as I know, Dementors can't, like, sense the soul of, like, 
animals and um, when anime guy are, are in their animal form they can't sense it which is how Sirius got out of Azkaban yeah spoiler alert he crawled so, out as a dog but, yeah I, I don't think Sirius would transform into his human form in the stands of the Quidditch Stadium near Dementors you don't think so near to are Dementors. you sure <laughs> so why are they there why did they go there well I think what I don't I don't know if this is actually what she is thinking, but the movies were kind of leaning towards the mentors going there because Harry was like having some like sad memory or sad oh. feelings or whatever, which I think is why in the movie Harry hears his mama screaming. Well, he hears her screaming here too. Okay, well <laughs> I think I think maybe in the movie they were trying to actually make that a little bit more hey, it's it's because Harry has like all this emotional baggage kind of thing. I was say I, I actually watched the movie recently. I've been slowly rewatching all the movies. Yeah. And for me, that scene was always just they showed up for some bizarre yeah. reason. Who knows why? Like And then Harry just faints. <laughs> and Harry faints, yeah, and hears the screaming. I but here it's like, oh, uh at, at least a hundred dementors, their hidden faces pointing up at him were standing beneath him. Like Yeah. Hey. Like they're just all just chilling under yeah. Harry like were they were they following him while he flew across the pitch yeah like what is going on there <laughs> were they just waiting to catch him with open arms yes of <laughs> course they were like he's gonna faint we have to catch him because <laughs> they're so caring <laughs> um yeah I don't, I don't know this is a bad I, scene. it's just a bad scene bad. yeah I don't I don't get it not good writing that's, that's I really don't like all I can say about it yeah I, I also really wonder why the Dementors affect Harry so much. Because like, of all his emotional baggage. I know, but I feel like there's probably other people, too, that also have all this emotional baggage. Not as much as Harry. I know, but even <laughs> still, his parents. D- <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I agree. I understand where you're coming from. I just... <laughs> I don't know about Joe. What? I forgot, because I questioned this in my notes, I forgot I, I asked if he's allergic to them or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you write that? Uh, it's the middle bullet point in the three that are kind of off to the side. Oh, I see it. You see it? Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm dead. That's amazing. That's um, funny. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, so Harry hears his mama screaming, you know, typical. Yeah. Um, and then he faints, and we hear nothing else about the Quidditch match at all. Um, well, until we, we later. We... Well, until oh, yeah. later. Until like uh, the next kind of scene. Yeah. So, are we good with the next scene? Yeah, we can go on. I'm okay. just sending so, something, and it's no, in chat. You'll see. <laughs> oh, okay. So, in the <laughs> next scene, um, oh, it's a sticker idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I just I just guessed, but anyway, in the next scene we have Harry in the hospital wing because guess who fainted, um, and everyone who was on the Quidditch pitch is now in the hospital wing. But guess what? They're all still in their very wet clothes. So guess what? Madame Pomfrey's gonna need all those beds for all of them because they're all gonna get real sick. Yeah. Um, Because they're going to be cold. Like, rain like that is cold. And it's windy. So it's even worse. Like Basically, everyone who is out there is probably sick right after this. Yeah. And this is late, like, what? Late October? 
Yeah, this this after October because so this remember? is November. That's right, November. This is November, guys. This is cold. Yes, like we're we're still northern hemisphere, guys. Still northern hemisphere. This is cold. Mm-hmm. And um, they're they're even more north than we are. Yeah, they are, which so. means they're even colder. They're even colder. <laughs> uh, and they had that aggressive amount of rain. Like I just, yeah, the lack of care that these teachers have for these poor children. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, they're all sick now, so Madame Pomfrey now has a job to do, so she's probably happy that she actually has work instead of just sitting in her office waiting for some kid to get a broken bone or something. Um, or maybe something really exciting, like ha- losing all the arms or losing all the bones in their arm or something, you know. She gets really excited about stuff like that, but also really angry about stuff like that. <laughs> she, she's always <laughs> angry when they come in. Why she's like, that? how dare you get hurt even though this is my job? How dare you make me do my job? I mean, I think maybe it's more that she actually cares about these kids and is like, what the fuck is wrong with my coworkers for being pieces of shit? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But yeah, so uh, Harry fell 50 feet, guys. 50 feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow Dumbledore caught him with like a spell? Yeah. Is that what we're going with? Okay. Yeah. Okay cool Dumbledore but Dumbledore's pissed off about the Dementors mm-hmm. he fucking hates them and he's even worse uh, he, he hates them even more now because of what they did to Quidditch and Harry specifically mm-hmm. um, not that Dumbledore is doing much better for Harry because he also doesn't care if Harry lives or dies he does so, I mean Dumbledore's not that great of a guy either nope but it's fine he hates the Dementors. <laughs> yeah. You know. Anyway, he rescues Harry, but uh, poor Harry. He fell off his broomstick, and when he fell off his broomstick, he kind of lost control of his broomstick, and his broomstick went, hey, Whomping Willow, we're good friends. <laughs> and the Whomping Willow said, I don't know you, fake tree. Murdered. <laughs> yeah, the broomstick went, I'm made of wood, you're made of wood, we're best friends. <laughs> And the one people was like, I think not. You're fake. <laughs> but You're not real anymore. <laughs> and so he killed he killed the the Nimbus two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and my last comment for that chapter was Guess he should have bought the firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to make one more comment about yeah, the Quidditch match. It, it's kind of in this little scene where they tell Harry what happened. But uh, Hufflepuff yeah. won, <laughs> and Cedric Diggory called for a rematch because it wasn't fair that they won because Harry fell off his broom. But and they wouldn't was, let him. They wouldn't let him because yeah. Quidditch rules are dumb. Because they were like, yeah. nope, you won. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, they, they said they won because their seeker, which is Cedric, right? Or is uh, yeah, Cedric is super- um, because um, Cedric didn't notice that Harry was falling, so instead he still caught the snitch, and so they mm-hmm. say it technically counts because he just didn't know that something was happening. But well, I I think even if Cedric had um had decided not to catch the snitch and had he noticed before and had he called the match off. I think that would have been a forfeit on their part since yeah. in that game in the last book when uh, the Bludger was going after Harry. Yeah. Like, it, it would have been a forfeit. It would have been a forfeit, which is bullshit. Like, it both is. of those should have been rematches. This should have been a rematch, and that game in the last book should have been a rematch. Like Exactly. 
No, fix your sports rules. Also, this should have been like some kind of like flag or timeout or whatever it is. Because oh, absolutely, 100%. This ain't safe. These are not safe playing conditions. And, you know, in the first book, you know, like, friend George mentioned to Harry that, like, oh, you know, like, no one's died in years. Like, people die in this game. Like, they don't care about the students or what games they play. Yeah. How is it a a nice sport for high schoolers? It's not. It seems fun at first, but no. It seems like a great idea, but it's just a mixture of soccer and football and track and all kinds of things if you Mm -hmm. do it in the muggle world where we can't fly. Yeah. It's dangerous. (laughs) You're also, oh, right. I forgot about, um, what's the one? Um, Dodgeball. That's another one of those, too. Mm -hmm. Like, that's added in. Like, you throw balls at people. Like, okay, guys. Yep. Like, okay, great. Um, but yeah, that's you know what? Quidditch, Quidditch would be banned in today's world. I mean, it would people be still play it in today's world. I know, but I'm I'm saying like, like actual Quidditch. I agree. Actual Quidditch would be banned in today's yeah. world. But, I, but people like, definitely play their like made up version that's just a cross of all these other sports oh, that absolutely. we already have. It's weird. Haven't, haven't some uh, school district like banned dodgeball? Probably. I feel it's like school districts have banned it. They should. It's not a safe sport. <laughs> um, it's just like trying to have a rugby team as a high school. Like, that's not safe for your kids. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, I know it's really big deal in Australia, but it's not safe. Technically, I feel like almost no physical contact sport is safe for their kids but we I mean, do them anyways that's true but rugby's a little bit different because you don't really wear padding i believe that i don't I know much about rugby <laughs> yeah i don't know much about rugby but i believe that um yeah there's a movie i'll, I'll tell you about it later that okay. you should watch that has to do with rugby but it's pretty good anyway um i just watched a bunch of sports movies when i was younger um so they're good so that yes they are <laughs> so that's chapter nine. Yes. Um, horrible chapter. It's fine. Yes. Let's get nerdy, everybody. I'm Chris. And I'm Dave. And together we are the Nerd Byword, your podcast guide through the nerd multiverse. Our podcast takes deep dives into all sorts of nerdy content. We talk about comic books, video games, movies, TV, and pop culture. Want to know about the latest nerdy news? We've got you covered. Want to get recommendations about new or obscure media that will fill your nerdy heart with happiness? You've come to the right place. And in our Nerd Big Talk segment, we go deep as we take on some of the biggest questions in nerddom. All that and exclusive interviews with heavy hitters in the nerd world. Join us on the Nerd Byword wherever you get your podcasts at nerdbyword.com. Stay well and stay nerdy. And now we're moving on to chapter 10. The Marauder's Map, which is significantly better, but, like, the writing still, you know, it, it's the same writing. <laughs> it's the same writing. So, same writer, <laughs> same writing, same story. Um, she probably wrote this maybe, like, ten minutes after she wrote that chapter. So, like, let's be real honest. How mm-hmm. much better can it be? Yeah. It's, it's almost as if she took these books and wrote them in NaNoWriMo every year. And then didn't edit them. And then published them. And <laughs> yeah. it was just okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, God. I'm sitting here like, oh, I could 
I could do this if I yeah. did that. <laughs> just participate in NaNoWriMo this year and yeah. see if you can beat this. Just see if you can get a story <laughs> that after it's rejected, what, like 17 times or whatever, that someone will 12. forget it. Yeah. Oh, 12. I feel like I always say 17. Why do I always say 17? I think the last time we had this conversation, I said 17. You said 12. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I think you're right about the 12. But but I, I just, yeah, maybe maybe I should do that. Maybe I should take a jab at writing some kind of crazy <laughs> out-of-the-woods story um, for NaNoWriMo and then try and see who which publisher wants it. Do it's it. probably not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Publishers have upped their standards at this point. You know? Significantly. Yes. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> the books that we are getting now are so much better. Um, and I would never do that. I'm not going to do that. I promise. I'm not writing a, a story. Sorry. What? At least not right now. I don't have time for that. Oh, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Marauder's Map. Um, and when they told Harry that his broom died, uh, they also collected the pieces and brought them back to him. Yeah, which is kind of silly of them to do. Because you would think all the, yeah, you would think all the broken pieces would be at the Whomping Willow. Or because it happened during a storm that was really windy, they would be gone. (laughs) Yeah. That also means that they went back out in the storm and went and got all those broken pieces. Yeah. Uh, Joe, no thanks. That's, no, that's thank not, not going to happen. That broom does not matter that much. No. I, I, like, I understand the significance of it, but... No um, yeah. Harry genuinely believes that he saw the Grim, though, in the sta- sta- stands. Stands. Yeah. Stands. I can't talk. Um, it's okay. Neither can I. But yeah, he believes he saw the Grim, and I'm sitting here like, you don't believe anything Trelawney tells you. Why do you think you saw the Grim? Right. Which, like, I know that you saw a black dog, but that's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which you, you reminded me. I said I've been slowly rewatching the movies. And in fifth year, they're still taking divination. I'm like, why are no, you still taking why? divination? It's an elective. You didn't even have to take it. Like, what? <laughs> I just, like, oh my god. <sighs> what? <laughs> why? Go take muggle studies, Harry. You'll do better in that one. Yeah. That. Um, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he was kind of sheltered from that That's world, true. too. <laughs> Hermione would ace it. <laughs> true, she would. Uh, God. I don't know. But I, f- I feel like if you were a wizard and you, like, I feel like if you were actually a wizard who grew up in the wiz- wizarding world, muggle studies would be fascinating. Maybe. Probably. Possibly. <laughs> Just like, how do all these people live in the cave times where they don't use magic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, okay, so I think it's very, very sad that Harry hears Lily's last moments in his dreams. I know. Like, his, his conscious, or his not his conscious, his subconscious has gone and deep-dived into his earliest memories and went, yes, this is what I will make dreams of for you right now. Like, I get that we didn't really think about this one for a while. Like, you've had this nightmare, like, sometimes with the green flash, but now you get to hear your mom scream, too. Like, let me pull that aspect out, too. (laughs) It's like, I know you're having a rough year, so I want to make you feel better by bringing up memories of your mom. How about this one? 
<laughs> like, here's your mom dying. Enjoy. I just, it's like every year it slowly pulls another puzzle piece of this dream so Harry can finally see the ultimate, like, oh, my parents died moment, you know? Because, yeah, absolutely. Because it starts off with the green flash, and he's like, oh, my gosh, what is that? And then mm-hmm. we, like, get, you know, oh, it's his mom. And then we get her screaming. And yeah. we're like, oh, okay, nice, Joe. You really had to give a 13-year-old dreams of his parents dying? Apparently. Nice. Complete with sounds. Um, <laughs> it's like a Build-A-Bear, but not the kind you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Just don't it's put fine. that voice box into, uh, <laughs> into Harry's Build-A-Bear, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> It's fine. Um, and then, you know, we have Malfoy. Yes. Good old Draco, who uh, just loves reenacting Harry fainting over and over and over he again. Should, forever. He should join the drama club. Do they even He's, have a drama club? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. They have a choir, so why not? That's a good point. But the choir only shows up, like, once. <laughs> I know. And it's well, in this... They- movie <laughs> they show up again in order of the phoenix oh do they i only know that because i've been watching the movie recently oh so, right because yeah. it's when movies. it's when umbridge is going around and oh right watching all the teachers that's right i forgot about that part they do show up for that one mm-hmm. oh yeah. another sticker idea huh yes of course it's like a build-a-bear but not the not one the kind you want, you want. I can't. I can't. <laughs> People are not going to get that one. Um, okay. It's fine. You it's just still have to funny. listen to our podcast. I try. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even really try for that one. I was just like, this is a good comparison because people put voice boxes in Build-A-Bears now and don't do this one. <laughs> nope. Say no to, say say, no to say your no. mom screaming when she's yeah. dying. Say no to that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Malfoy, he's he's sitting here, you know, reenacting it, and I'm just sitting here like Malfoy's like the actual worst. Like, oh, absolutely. I know his character gets better, but right now his character is just so flat. It's disgusting. His <laughs> like whole, the, oh. his whole character is just bullying Harry. Yeah, that's, well, that's the entire character. The effort that she didn't put into writing his mm-hmm. character makes me so mad. Like. Yeah. Thank goodness for the movie writers who gave him an actual personality and actual feelings and actual motivations mm-hmm. because otherwise he'd just be a fucking bully to Harry. And that would yeah. be it. Honestly, I would really love a series from Draco's point of view. Dude, that would and be to so see cool. like his character arc. Yeah, I would love to see that, too. And see, Especially like, all the-, the turmoil he has to go through when he's like, mm-hmm. actually, I really want to be friends with Harry, but now I can't be friends with Harry because, like, mm-hmm. all of this is pulling me away and he hates me and stuff. So, like, there's not even any hope for that. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, but, yeah, so Malfoy's the worst. Um, yes. And, and you know what? Of course, they were totally going to skip Defense Against the Dark Arts if Snape was in the <laughs> classroom. <laughs> Oh, of course. Because they were like, not happening again. So they, they made sure to check that <laughs> that Snape wasn't there first yeah. before they went into the classroom. So like, okay, cool. But guess what? Lupin is back. 
Yay! Yay! Um, why did I write that comment? Which one? Harry thinks he's weak because he's had, he's just had a more, but he's just had a more tragic life than everyone else, so he gets affected by the Dementors way more. Uh, that's that's after class when he's just talking with Lupin by himself. Oh right, 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 right. Because he he does ask Lupin about the bug bugger too, right? Or did he already do that? Well, okay, let's see. So they already had that conversation. Lu- I yeah, Lupin says the Dementors affect you worse than the yeah. others because you are you are there. Oh, because there are horrors in your past that others don't have. Yeah. So what horrors? What do you mean? What horrors? His parents died. <laughs> He watched them he, die. Honestly, when I was reading, I was just so done with the book. So. <laughs> That's the horror, Colleen. He That's, was I know it's the horror. And he watched his parents die. Mm-hmm. And then he had to grow up with the Dursleys. <laughs> yeah. What, what more do you need? He had to encounter Marge every so often. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> terrible, terrible person. Oh, uh, <laughs> This is when we also get um, a little bit of an explanation of why the Dementors showed up at the Quidditch game. Because apparently they were getting hungry and their human prey had dried up. Yeah. And they knew that there were so many souls out there. Which is, they're children. (laughs) I know. Like, like these Dementors are like basically pedophiles. I know. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Uh, like they're they're literally children. Um, yeah, Ooh. it's fine, I guess. <laughs> there was another comment that Lupin made. He said that Dementors are supposed to drain a wizard of his powers if he is left with them for too long. Which, in my mind, makes it seem like if there are people wizards in Azkaban, then you know, after a certain amount of time, they they aren't wizards anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Sirius shouldn't have any wizarding abilities at this point. Okay, well then what about Bellatrix? Because she also shouldn't have any I mean, abilities. her too. I mean, basically anyone who breaks out of Azkaban, I feel like they shouldn't have any. But somehow they all have them. So, Joe, yeah. why the fuck did you write this piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like that I... statement makes no sense, honey. <laughs> it makes no sense. It, it, you really should have just kept it at happiness. Like, they, they get rid of yeah. happiness kind of thing. They feed on your fear and make it a bigger thing. Versus, like, oh, they drain the powers of the wizards. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what... What? <laughs> yeah, basically. No. Um, basically. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, whenever Harry... Like, I don't know. Lupin struggles when Sirius is mentioned, though. Like... Yeah, they're talking about it, and Lupin like it's clear that Lupin like feels some sort of way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. yeah, I do want to point out that Lupin states that the Whomping Willow was planted the year that Lupin started at Hogwarts. So was it like when did the tunnel to the Shrieking Shack end up there? Um, hmm. did they make it during their years at Hogwarts when because of Lupin? Like, what? What happened? That is a very good question. Because in order to do that, um, those four would have had to. 
dig under a vicious, murderous <laughs> tree. Well, I mean, the question is also just how big was the Whomping Willow when it was planted there? Was it full grown? Was it still like itty bitty baby? Like, what? Well, and I guess the other question is how has this entrance hidden itself so well? Yeah. Because we know, I mean, we we know, basically, that you just go into a hole. Yeah. That hole's a hole big enough to fit a person. Mm-hmm. And, and probably a werewolf, you know? Werewolves yeah. are bigger than people. So, what? <laughs> How has it not been found yet? I don't know. Yeah, I... I guess just depending on how big the tree was when it was first planted and also just everyone before them, before it was planted, like, I feel like they would know about it or at least maybe wander in that direction and be like, Hey, what's this? Where does it go? Or something. If it existed. If it existed. Yeah. I feel like it didn't exist until the Whomping Willow was there. Yeah. Do you think that those four planted the Whomping Willow? And so maybe it favors them because they're basically its parents. And they did it so that they could have a secret passageway to Hogsmeade. <laughs> uh, I... Like, I know that that's going for a stretch, but like, what the fuck did Joe even mean by all of this? <laughs> I like the idea, but I don't I think that's don't what it was. So, yeah. I just it would I, make I don't sense, but I don't think that's what it is. It would make sense, but I because it makes more sense for the tree to be covering up their tunnel than mm-hmm. for the tunnel to just have been there and then they bury it with a tree. Yeah, that definitely makes more sense because I mean, also you know they you find this out later, but they create the Marauders map together. And so they yeah. have to put that tunnel on the map. And yeah. I, you know? Yeah. I have questions about the map, but we'll get there because we're about to talk about it. <laughs> There's tons of questions about the map, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Um, really but yeah. That. Harry has this fun little conversation with Lupin. Um, and at the very end, he's like, uh, bro, you need to teach me to spell the Dementors so that they go away from me please and thank you <clears throat> and Lupin's like no 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 and Harry's like actually yes cause like do you see what's happened to me twice now please and Lupin's like okay well um, it'll have to be after Christmas <laughs> yeah cause it was like very end of the semester and, uh, or the term I was, I was dying cause I was like oh my gosh Lupin you lazy butt you could have <laughs> teached him it or taught him it could have taught him it I'm an English major and I, I suck English, it's fine. But like, I'm just like, you could just teach him it. Just take some moments and, and try. At least start. Show him the basics. Maybe give him something to read about yeah. that will help him understand it. Yeah, like, come on. Prepare him for for next term when you would teach him the Protronus. You know, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> He's like, no, we're just going to do it next term. Just don't even worry about it, Harry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so he agrees. And um, then we find out that Ron and Hermione will be staying at Hogwarts because of Harry. Because they don't want to leave him alone. Yeah. 
because Sirius Black. Otherwise, they'd totally go home and he would just be stuck there by himself. With Draco again, probably. And probably. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be real honest, who wants to do that? I know. Anyway. <laughs> um, so there's a Hogsmeade trip. Yes, there is. And, you know, Hermione and Ron go, and of course Harry can't go. Yeah, he, he still won't get to go on the Hogsmeade trip. Which I do have questions about the movies after this. Yeah. Why really. is Harry allowed to go Hogsmeade after this? Do they have to do a permission for oh, no, 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 no. He's, no? The reason he's able to is because he gets serious to sign his permission form. Oh. Who is his legal guardian? Because he's his godfather. Okay. I don't remember that at all, but okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Sorry. Gotcha. I, I, I answered before I really thought about it. No, you're good. you're good. I know good. the answer to that one. It's serious. That's it's why. Serious. Because okay. he, he doesn't really have to fight to get it signed. Like, even if he has to get the Dursleys to sign it, they'll still do it. <laughs> so I would say, because the, the only time Sirius wouldn't be able to sign it would be six year. When he dies. Or is dead. He's, he's not dead. dying in that one. He's, he's dead. dead by then, yeah. Technically, he's just non-existent because he's not even dead. He just fell through the veil and he's mm-hmm. gone. He's gone, yeah. gone. He's Never gone. see him again. Uh, really sad, actually. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but because I, I bring that up purely because in the movies, Harry just goes to Hogsmeade and is like, yeah. what? Permission form to Hogsmeade? Half on a Hogsmeade. <laughs> 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 Permission form to Hogsmeade. Permission form to Hogsmeade. Uh, no, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I don't remember the quote. I didn't <laughs> realize I was in the presence of That's royalty. <laughs> Bow down to Mr. Harry Potter. And, and it's like, was it like, oh, Harry Potter, will you sign my boob? Like, yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I need I to rewatch to, that. I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> I can't either. It's going to take a while, but I can't I wait. <laughs> we'll I get can't there. Wait. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there will be more Harry Potter uh, stuff that we can add in after. Oh, I'm sure. That point. I'm sure there will be. Maybe they'll be doing a remake of the series, or maybe they'll do that TV show that we need. Not the tr- stupid trivia one that they're coming out with, but maybe an actual, mm-hmm. you know, book to TV show series. That'd be cool. Anyway, not important. No, uh, not important. <laughs> so here we go. Harry has to stay at Hogs- Hogwarts, and so he's just kind of walking around the halls, and he runs into Fred and George, and they're like, hey, boo come with us we got something to show you and he's like what yeah <laughs> and and they pull out a piece of paper and they hand it to him and they're like look it's cool and they're like it's really cool and then harry's like it's a piece of paper like, like how is this want? cool <laughs> i'm confused you just gave me a piece of parchment like what the fuck is this and and they're like but dude it's cool look and then they tell him about the spell and mm-hmm. like what it does and they show him how to open it and how to close it you know you know the i solemnly swear that might to no good and mischief managed and all that and how it shows every passageway in the map they even um, tell harry the passageways they do, and they they tell him that it shows every single person in Hogwarts and where they are and what they're doing every minute of every day. Yeah, that's the quote from the movie. But yes, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but 
but yeah so they're like look 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 it's so cool and i thought it was cool that um the map actually shows people not footprints oh does it it does i was listening to it and i went oh actual human beings are on the map instead of the way they did it in the movie where it's just footsteps I mean, I kind of like the way they did it in the movie, but I think no, it's I'm not saying I, I don't. But yeah. I think people would be cool too, because see, like they're probably like yeah. little stick figures <laughs> doing like little actions, and they have like little bubbles above them. Like I'm pretty sure that was something else that was in it too, and I was just like, what the heck? Um, but also with the secret passageways on the map, it tells you the passwords. <laughs> oh, does it? Did yeah, I- they have a little built-in. A key code basically Ooh. so like anytime you walk over to one of the passageways mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be going through or whatever that's a secret yeah. passageway it'll tell you what you're supposed to do to get oh, that passageway right. to open yeah so it'll be like this is where you are this is what you do this is what you say and i thought that was fascinating because our map that we have actually visually mm-hmm. seen does none of that nope um it's just footsteps <laughs> yeah which is fine and it it's works totally for the fine movie, it totally works but, but that it's not as cool i not feel as like cool as the book one come but on i i do think that this map would have been very hard to animate oh absolutely which is why they went with the simplistic design of like labels of names and then footsteps mm-hmm. tiptoe yeah i think the marauders just really want to know what everyone was up to <laughs> i think they were just really extra let's be really honest <laughs> that too um but i do question how did fred and george figure out how to work the map yeah i've always wondered about that i don't know dude it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense unless the map could somehow sense that the two of them were mischievous little shits and went, hey, say this. <laughs> so, okay, but. so my my idea on that is that they were two mischievous little shits that the map recognized, but mm-hmm. also that they probably have very similar, if not the same, kind of, like, spirits to, okay. like, what the Marauders were like. Yeah. Except they're not bullies. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> they're not. <laughs> but... I feel like that's what it was. Okay. Um, and so the map went, oh my gosh, Hazel's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. And, and so uh, they probably gave them like some kind of riddle or hint or whatever to figure out the password to. Yeah. Because okay. the map, like they did build it in where it like talks to whoever is like trying to open it. Yeah. To like get a feel for who they are and how they are and all that. Um, which so, means the Marauders were very smart when they were at school. Yeah, but didn't they like supposedly create this in like their first or second or third year or something? I have no idea. I know they created it like pretty early on, and everyone's oh, always they? like, "What the actual fuck?" I always thought it was later, but I don't remember. I'm gonna look, look it up. It up. <laughs> look it up. But yeah, I it the. The map is interesting. I also, because I get the feeling that they also just left it behind when they left Hogwarts yeah. uh, for whoever to um, find. And I just had a thought just now. I was like, what was it doing in Filch's office? And then I went, wait, you know what? If you do the whole Revealio thing on it, then it just makes fun of whoever um, had the misfortune of looking at it. So, like, ah, okay, that's why he has it. Yeah. But. Um. 
It was created in 1974. That's so, fairly early, I think. Yeah, I don't know when they were going to school. Well, let's but, see. Okay. Hold on. So Harry was born in 1980. His parents were, what, 21? Or no. Tw- what? Were they 20 or 21? Here, let me look at let me just look at James's. Program. Yeah, just look at James and see when he was born, and then we'll figure it out from there. 71. Yeah, third year. Third year. Dang. I was right. Oh my gosh. Disgusting. Smart little third years. They're too smart. They knew how to use a homunculus charm already. Yeah, like, come on. Because that's what they used to create the map. Um, mm-hmm. Freaking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> the, the map has to be immensely complex with how Hogwarts is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the, I, I don't know. There's potholes with the map now that I'm, like, reading about it. Um, anyway, I'm gonna ignore that. Uh, we're not talking about I wanna that. know now. <laughs> the homunculus charm specifically, like, it's meant to track everyone at Hogwarts. So, my question is, did they... They had to have charmed everyone at Hogwarts, basically. Oh, so you couldn't just, like, charm the building? You had to charm the people? Because I I think what was initially intended was that... that I think that's why there's little people on the map. Mm -hmm. Because it's the little mini version of all the people in Hogwarts. Okay. Maybe they put a charm on Hogwarts to charm the people when they first come in. (laughs) Man, they really are smart third years. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. We're reaching here. So. (laughs) Joe is. Yep, it's Joe. She doesn't think stuff out before she writes it down and goes, yes, publish. Yeah. She presses send before she checks what she wrote. And mm-hmm. then she doesn't correct it. Yeah. She's that kind of person. But... She goes, plot hole? What plot hole? I don't see a plot hole. Right? Well, what are no. you talking about? Goes, I don't see a plot hole. They just died of wizard diseases. <laughs> That's why he has no grandparents. They just yeah. died. <laughs> They're all dead. All four of them. What? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Grandparents who were probably pretty young comparatively to other grandparents are somehow dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's fine. Okay. But yeah, so Harry's like legit about to get caught. He has the map with him and stuff. But he's oh, not, yeah, because someone is not going to use the invisibility cloak. I don't think he had it on him. But why didn't he have it on him if he was planning on going to Hogsmeade? Well, because I, if if I remember correctly, friend George went, um, you know, hey, here's the map, here's how it works, and we suggest you use the secret passage that's just right over there. It's, it'll be fine. That's so right. he would have had to go all the way back to Gryffindor Tower, grab the invisibility cloak, and then come back. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, he does. He takes the secret passageway and it takes him into Honeydukes, the yes. cellar of Honeydukes. And um, he's... Oh, yes, go ahead. I was going to say, it, it says, like, after what felt like an hour, and I'm like, it took you an hour to get there? Poor baby. 
had oh, to walk baby. a whole mile. Uh, no. <laughs> maybe not even a mile. It might have been like, well, it probably was a little bit more than a mile. Not, I'll say, not, I, not I feel like hour. it wouldn't take an hour. I feel like, yeah, mm, no. I don't know, 30 minutes. Well, it just, but it just I, doesn't sound like Hogsmeade is that far from Hogwarts. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, he does go to Hogsmeade. And he winds up in the cellar, but the door opens, um, and someone's, like, coming down into the cellar, and so he doesn't get caught, you know, he, he does hide somehow, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but then when they leave, he, he just walks up into the store. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, what? Okay. And I'm just I'm just sitting here like, okay, but you don't want people to know you're there because you're not supposed to be there. So why the fuck are you just, hey, it's me. I'm Harry Potter. Like, students will talk. Students will be like, hey, didn't like Harry Potter's not supposed to be here. Like, how to get yeah. here? Why is he here? His form's not signed. That's not fair to yeah. everyone else who didn't get their form signed. Like, yeah, they're gonna be like, I know he didn't walk with us. They're like, go with yeah. us, you know. And so whatever. And there will be that one person, you know, that snitches on him and goes, hey, professor, I saw Harry Potter in Hogsmeade. So, yeah. like, I, yeah. I, I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> but he gets really excited about all the treats that are in Honeydukes. He's like, oh, my gosh, these are so cool. They look so good. Um. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, they kind of sound good, you know, but like, also it's just, it's just candy. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's really all it is. It's that's just all candy. it is. Yeah. It's just a um, fun little shop of candy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then Harry's like, oh my gosh, if, if anyone knew this passageway, they could just get into the castle. And yeah. and I was like, try it. What if Black did know the passageway was there? Because he does. Trust me, he does. <laughs> like, he he knows. He knows. Serious mm -hmm. knows, guys. He's not an idiot, and he made that map. Okay? He made the map. Come on, <laughs> he knows. Um, How do you think I, he got in Hogwarts the first time? <laughs> right. But I think it's funny that he like goes and finds Ron and Hermione, and Ron's like, "Hell yeah, Harry!" And Hermione's like, "What the actual fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> Basically, yeah. And then she's like, I should turn you in. And I'm sitting here like, are are you one of his best friends or not? Like, you want him to get in trouble? Right. I just, what? <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I just, I really want to go to Christmas in Hogsmeade. It sounds so pretty. It does. I know. <laughs> um, and so then they go to what? What's it called? The pub. three broomsticks. Yeah, that the three broomsticks. Yeah. They yeah. go there, um, and they get hot butterbeer. And I was sitting there thinking, like, oh, that's just like the drink that I made for you, me, Catherine, and Carmen that one mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I for me every time I hear butterbeer, I think of a cold drink, but I think it's yeah. because beer is in the name, and so yeah. I think oh, beer is cold. Ugh. So yeah. I think butterbeer <laughs> is a cold drink. See, when I hear butterbeer, I think of the butterbeer latte that I know yeah. how that I have not made in ages. I should make that soon. Mm. Yeah, 
I should. I don't think I ever made that for George, but I should. <laughs> Do it. Could be fun. Could be fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but then, you know, Ron and Hermione literally shove Harry under the table because the teachers walked in to the Yeah, pub. because it's Flitwick, McGonagall, Hagrid, and Fudge. Oh, yes. that's And it. then Madame Rosmerta is just invited to the table, apparently. Yeah, she just goes for to hang out. It's fine. For whatever reason. They just gossip about Sirius Black. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. why are you doing this out in public? <laughs> like, is, <laughs> and, what is happening? And of course, Harry uh, gets to listen to all this m- more more talk about Sirius Black. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that all of, like, all of the uh, professors sitting here and Madame Rosmerta, they all knew Sirius and James when they were at Hogwarts. Yeah. Which I guess, like, I, I guess that makes sense because it's only been, what, like 15 years since yeah. they were there? Not too long. But for some reason, you know, I always think of the movie adaptation where they're older. Yeah. You know, and so Harry's parents are in, like, they're. I don't know, 40s or something. 30s? No, it's 30s, I think. 30s or 40s. So they're just older. And so I think, oh, it's been, you know, like 20 years. But no. It it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I I have some random, I have a random comment here that I'm just not going to read because I was falling asleep. If you guys want to read it, you can go and look at the Patreon because it's just not important. (laughs) Uh, there's also a hidden comment there is but this one i am gonna read uh, <laughs> what does it say <laughs> it says, uh it's harry's eavesdropping still you know on their oh, okay, features gotcha. and it says oof they genuinely believe that sirius was the secret keeper and gave up their location and they believe that black did that mm-hmm. so you know like it's it's sad hearing the teachers talk about it because they really are talking about it like, oh, it's such a shame because literally Sirius and James were best friends and then Sirius had to go and do that and get them killed kind of thing. And so now it's, Harry's like sitting there listening to, you know, what people think happened to his parents. And he's like, what the actual fuck is this yeah. person doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now he's probably worried for real about his life because he's like, shoot, he's trying to finish the job. Like, he really is after me, kind of thing. But no, Sirius didn't even do that. Sirius didn't kill anyone. Like, he was framed mm-hmm. for the murder of all those muggles. Murders of all those yep. muggles, okay? Framed for it. So now he's a murderer in the muggle world and the wizard world. So he got sent to Azkaban, but he didn't do any of that. No, not at um, all. He also didn't get your parents killed. He refused James when James asked because he was like, I'm the obvious choice. Yeah. Don't pick me. But James <laughs> insisted that Sirius be the secret keeper for this. So then he didn't do it and James was mad and then they went with Peter Pettigrew instead. No, they Idiot. went with... Oh, nope. did they go with Peter? Yep. James refused. Or Sirius refused. He was like, absolutely not. That's why Peter Pettigrew is the secret keeper. Oh. And that's why Voldemort was able to kill them because Peter was like, Yes, here they are on a silver yeah. platter. Enjoy. Yeah. That's right. Oh, you, I you d- thought Sirius for- actually did it. See, it's been like two weeks since I read these chapters. I've done millions of other things since then, so well, I couldn't remember. 
But that information isn't in this. That's just information I know from the whole series. Oh. So Sirius wasn't actually the secret keeper. They just think he was. Oh, they think he was. Dumbledore isn't here in this conversation. Dumbledore knew who the secret keeper was, and it wasn't Sirius. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because, because literally, like, that is the conversation that Sirius had with James. James was like, hey, be my secret keeper. And Sirius was like, I'm your fucking best friend, bitch. No. Like, that's a terrible decision. They're they will come, come after, after me. me. Yeah. And he was like, and clearly, they'll probably get through to me. So, like, choose someone that's not obvious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, James doesn't have many friends, so who is he going to choose? Mm-hmm. Lupin? Yep. Pettigrew? Which one? <laughs> Which one? But, yeah. Anyway, that's why James and Sirius, like, kind of had a falling out a little bit. Um, because mm-hmm. he refused because <laughs> he wanted to actually save his best friend's life, not get him killed. Yeah. Um, okay, I throughout throughout these books, people keep coming up with ways to kill Harry that I think Voldemort should have gone for, okay? okay? Because Hagrid's talking about how, like, what if he had given Harry to Sirius to bring him to uh, the Dursleys' house? And, you know, Hagrid's like, I bet he'd have pitched him off the bike halfway out to sea. Like, what a fun thought that is, Hagrid. I think Voldemort should try that. Would have been easier. <laughs> Just drop him in the ocean. It's exactly. Fine. Who cares? Would have been easy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that's definitely a bomb for Harry to hear as he's mm-hmm. eavesdropping on the teachers stuff yeah Um, i just looked at your comment about how sirius was laughing when the magical law enforcement squad showed up and i think it was um hysterical laughter uh Mm -hmm. where he was like actually legit in like shock or like just Mm -hmm. some horrible emotion where he's like oh my gosh my best friend's actually dead like yeah what just happened and so then it's like it's one of those moments where, like, people, the people who, like, laugh at funerals kind of thing, like, they can't help it. It's just how mm-hmm. they react. And so he is like, what the fuck? So, of course, he looks like a madman laughing when there are literally, like, murdered muggles around him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think it's, <laughs> um, I definitely think it's shock. And also the fact that, you know, not, not only are James and Lily dead. But um, also, you know, Peter Pettigrew had been there, and Peter Pettigrew was the one who did all that, killed all the muggles. And then, you know, Peter is just no gone. And then the muggle <laughs> law enforcement—not the muggle law enforcement—the magical law enforcement shows up, and it's like, "It's you!" And he's like, "Fuck me, I guess. Let's go." <laughs> like everything's falling apart around me. Like, like his whole go. life just like crumbled it's- pieces in like seconds flat. Basically, yeah. And- like he was he was confronting Peter right then and mm-hmm. Peter was like oh well i'm going to kill all these people and then run away bye <laughs> yeah peter was basically like fuck you <laughs> so he did so he killed them all and then he turned into a rat and just scampered away yeah he like chopped off a finger and was like okay bye yeah yeah so no mhm no <laughs> yeah um and that's actually how Sirius recognizes Scabbers. Yes. Because he's missing a toe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's Which... like, that rat. <laughs> yeah. How would you even see that in a tiny black and white picture? That's a good question. 
I'm just I, how does how does that rat look different from other rats? <laughs> yeah, I do wonder <laughs> how Sirius would have made this connection at all. Like, did he go by the name of Scabbers? No, because he went by what? Uh, Wormtail. 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 A- he went by a- Wormtail. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, not even close to Scabbers. I know. I because I can't remember if Sirius broke out before or after that article in the Daily Prophet about the Weasleys. Because if it was, if he broke out after it, then are they getting Daily Prophet and Azkaban? Yes, because yes. that is how it happens. That's, that's how it happens. He broke out because he saw it okay. in Azkaban. But like, I just, there's a lot of questions, you know? Like, how is he going to recognize a fucking rat from a black and white picture? Yeah, why are they getting the Daily Prophet and Azkaban? Also that. They don't need news. <laughs> they they're don't stuck need news. there forever. Exactly. That's um, why I, I don't or get it. supposedly they're stuck in there forever. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Because it, it doesn't make sense. But um, I agree that I don't understand why this gossip session had to happen with Rose Murda. It advances the plot and that's about it. That's it, but like, but like, this is a gossip session that should have happened behind closed doors, like it did in the movie. It it wouldn't have happened in the middle of a pub in Hogsmeade, especially with tons of Hogwarts students around. Yeah, no. So, also, I do wonder how like, so these people live in this town, obviously, but like, are there not Muggles who? maybe have found this town that's a good question like i know i know that that's not really imperative to like get answered right now but i feel like some of these wizard places wizard places quote unquote should probably have already been found by people maybe there's some sort of spell because i know with the was it the leaky cauldron uh that one's hidden from muggles. That one's hidden from muggles. So maybe yeah. there's some sort of spell that either deters muggles from going to Hogsmeade or just somehow like hides the wizard part of the town. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Sorry. I think it would make a lot more sense for the wizards to live among the muggles mm-hmm. than for them to have their own separate society. Yeah, right? But. I mean, as a kid, it didn't bother me. As an adult, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, because uh, the wizards seem to know nothing about muggles. Yeah. Like, they are absolutely 100% separated from them. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous, honestly. Like, how did they... Uh, how? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But, I mean, that's it. That's all I have for those chapters. That's all I got. We did it. We did it. We talked about them. We did. And it was great. And yeah. now it's time for us to go read more of those books. Yeah. This, this book. Let's see how angry I get in the next two chapters. I don't even know what the next two chapters are. Oh, I just know. I just know. Let's see. What are the next two chapters? Let's find out. Uh, 
Um, Peaky Peaky. Chapter 11 is the Firebolt, and chapter 12 is the Patronus. Hmm. So, all of a sudden, it's the next term. So that means Christmas is in the next chapter. And then the chapter after that is the beginning of the next term, basically. Yeah. Wow. She really uh, moves us along fast, huh? Pretty Aren't much. We just in the beginning of November. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think when Harry had his talk with Lupin, they were like in December. Yeah, but the the but, game, the Quidditch game. Oh, was the, the game. November, so. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. It's fine, okay. guys. All right. A chapter per like month, right? That's Basically. how it works. That's that's how it works. Solid, Joe. Solid <laughs> writing. Like it. I like it. When is Christmas? I'm not seeing it. Oh, there it is. God, it's in the go. next chapter. Okay, yeah. So chapter eleven, the Fireball, which is the next chapter, yeah. starts on page two hundred and eleven. You have to read ten pages or eleven pages yeah. to get to Christmas. Yeah, because he gets given the firebolt God. for Christmas. I think so. Yeah, but I expected Christmas to just happen right then and there. But no, you got to read eleven pages. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which it's funny because he doesn't get the firebolt for Christmas in the movie. In the movie, he gets at the very end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he it's got it. literally the, the last scene. Because it shows him, like, getting all excited about it and then, like, riding off on it, yeah. right? And yeah, basically. Like, basically, he, yeah, basically, he <laughs> walks into the Great Hall. And they're like, sorry, Harry, didn't mean to open it. And they're like, yeah, that's right. you got to give us a ride. And then, you know, the next thing you know, they're all outside. And he just hops on it and goes. And just flies away. And then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So, interesting choice guys when that was supposed to be a christmas present yeah i'm i'm genuinely curious how this is gonna play out since yeah, i know the movie is so much better i yeah same oh, okay anyway it'll be fun we'll have it'll fun talking fun. about it, it it's yeah. not happening right now though we can we can save all of our uh thoughts, our thoughts for when we write our notes angrily <laughs> yes or exhaustedly because i usually do it when i'm falling asleep mm-hmm which is really bad. I should not do that. But it happens it most happens. of the time. So and anyway. you get interesting hidden comments. I randomly <laughs> somehow selected a whole bullet point on my notes and changed the font color to white. <laughs> don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. I don't know. It just happened. It just happened. Um, and I decided to leave it like that in my notes. So I'm not really sure how that's going to transform. It should, it should be fine. People should be able to read it. Yeah. Enjoy it. I mean, I, I wrote a little tag that said it was the hidden note, so in case it doesn't show up as white on Patreon, <laughs> you'll know that it's the hidden note. Yeah. I like um, the note right before it. I'm really curious as to what you were thinking when you wrote I it. I really don't know, but it doesn't matter. We're not talking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just join the Patreon and yeah. go look at Karen's notes. Yeah, that one is entertaining. I'm just really not sure what I was trying to say. I don't know what my brain was trying to say. <laughs> I, I don't know either because I think we talked about this the last time we recorded. Yeah. And it was just like, what were you talking about? We yeah, know. it's fine. It's fine. Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. Join the Patreon so you can see my uh, wonderfully terrible notes. Yeah, and you can see how angry I got in the last chapter. 
Pauline does a lot more plot summary than I do, and even she's cut down on her plot summary. So. That's true. I have. Uh, but yeah, so I don't. There's nothing else, right? I think that's it. It's that. Go Just listen that. to our other series too, if you don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. If you like if you're Disney, not feeling this, yeah, if you like Disney, like princesses or Disney or whatever, or maybe even The Wizard of Oz, absolutely. go go pick one. There's three other series out there that you could listen to. Please, <laughs> we've been having so much fun. Also, this is like the fifth episode in Prisoner of Azkaban. I don't know why we're saying this now, but... Not sure either, but like, it's just in case they're not feeling Harry Potter anymore. They're like, <laughs> fuck this book. Bye. Yeah, if they feel the same way we feel about it. Find something else. I mean, I kind of like the book right now, but... Like, yeah. You know, I have my issues with it, but... I, I'm... I really hate how flat Draco is, but it's fine, I it's guess. It's fine. It's fine. Who needs Nothing a character? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, I guess we should keep it magical. magical. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMMOMI. Be sure to check out our website at bmmomi.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmomi. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omai at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye!